Hey everybody, welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. Hey, we have an awesome, awesome interview planned for you guys uh, coming up here. Just a few seconds here, but uh, go ahead and uh, check out the Grabbing the Brisket website. That's grabbingthebrisket.com for all the uh, the info of uh, all the different shows that we do and, and all the uh, the different recipes and stuff that we put out there. Uh, t-shirts, all the yeah. links to everything. Yeah, Social for sure. Videos. Yeah. So let, let's welcome in Mike from Blazing Star Barbecue. Hey, Mike, hey, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to sit here and talk a little barbecue with us. My pleasure, fellas. Anytime I can hang out with, with you guys and talk barbecue, hey, sign me up every day. Let's do it. Right. I feel like this one's been a long time coming. We've been talking about, hey, we need to get him on. We need to get him on. Finally got you wrangled in. Yeah, you got past John. John, uh... <laughs> he uh had you scheduled out a pretty uh pretty good lengthy time so yeah it's glad to have you on bud heck yeah appreciate it appreciate y'all having me hey so i wasn't uh i wasn't there when you guys all met for like in person for the first time can you guys tell me what was going on there because i think it was at the barbecue competition that i missed yeah no it, we, we did a competition at uh, one of our local vfws and it just kind of uh just I would you say stars kind of aligned a little bit. Uh, I would actually say that Mike yes. was in town uh um with a personal um it's a graduation graduations yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And My swung by swung by the cook off uh which I think we we actually maybe killed it at it, right? Didn't we just like just grant no, we we didn't we did not. We were, that we were horrible in that cook off. <laughs> we did not. Uh, it started, I just remember it being really muddy. It was wet. It was oh, super that's the one muddy. I got a freaking trailer and truck <laughs> yeah, stuck that's at. That's right. Yep. Yeah. But but I will say this though. Uh it started off like, okay, all right, yeah, this is gonna be legit. Uh I did get a call. Right? It was like the was it was it uh was it beans? I think it was oh, beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You beans. did get like second place beans. I, second place beans. Oh yeah, those beans were really good too, man. So Man, those beans were killer. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. So, got the call in beans, and it was like, "Oh, we're okay, gonna do this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this." Right. And then, right. nothing. Well, that's all right. Uh, hey, speak, you know what? It happens. Speaking of competitions, though, didn't uh, didn't you just go to a, a, a pretty decent sized competition here recently, Mike? Yeah, I was out at the American Royal in Kansas City. That was uh, pretty badass. We didn't uh, we didn't place, but uh, yeah, it was over five hundred people in that open invitational. That's freaking so, awesome. Yeah. Who were you cooking with was, out there? Uh, I was part of the Shed Barbecue Team down in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. That is awesome. Okay, the Shed or Shed or whatever it is. Yeah, shed that's a, yeah the, I forget yeah. his name. What's it's the, the guy? barbecue? At Brad Orson. Brad, yeah. The, yeah. The Shed Barbecue and uh, Blues and Juke Joint. So it's that, a pretty. Pretty killer place. They were on diners, dive in and drives, like yeah. Early I, on. I think that's where I saw them. Like uh, it's a very interesting, a very kind of collected, like joint. And I would say it joint. Is. It really is just a true classic joint because it, oh, yeah. it looks like you go in there and they just added on and added this and this and it was just very. You could definitely tell blues is a part of the the theme oh, yeah. of their restaurant. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's just everything's just wild. Everything's just like crazy looking, and they offer they and they sell like badass barbecue. And I, yeah. I know they've they've been uh, pretty successful in the past uh, cooking at the American Royale and and some of the other competitions that they do. Yeah, they're two time world champion at Memphis in May. Oh, nice. So yeah, they've had quite quite the success. No, they, they, they have for, for real. So I've never had the uh, the honor or nobody's ever asked me to like, hey, do you want to come help us out? Or you want to come whatever? Just just from your, you know, experience there, what was it What was it like? What, yes. Give us the play-by-play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty wild. First of all, they one of the reasons they kind of opened the invitation to me is because they also make – they have a saucery there and they make my sauces and seasonings. So going there first in Memphis in May was like, wow, this is cool. This is, you know, seeing a lot of legends, you know, the Mo, uh, Mo case in there, uh, uh, man, I have so many people, uh, Malcolm Reed, uh, oh, yeah. just the list goes on and on. So seeing all these legends and like barbecue in one place is automatically insane. Right. And then when you get to the whole hog, that's just a whole nother 
level, you know, the, the judging, how it's done. Cause it's actually at Memphis and May, it's actually like live judging. They have certain categories where they actually have judges that come, you know, to your, your booth and you, you put it on a presentation. So we were doing a lot of like, you, you do a lot of prep work, do a lot of cooking. Then it's like, okay, now we got to clean up everything because we're about to do a presentation. And there was a lot of that stuff going on. And then when you make it up to the American Royal, I wasn't even prepared for how many teams were up there. I mean, the whole infield of the Kansas Speedway was completely full of trailers and tents of just teams after teams after teams. And it was just like insane. And then they have parties and stuff like that too. So they have like a designated party night where they actually give away like the best party team or best party tent or whatever. So they got all kinds of stuff going on the whole time frame. So yeah, and, and shout, out, sh- shout out to um, our, our good buddy. Uh, I say good buddy. We, we've competed several times against him. Uh, Rob Rocha with uh, Bullhorn Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, they won best party really out there at the American That's Royal. Awesome. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. What, I don't know what team he was under or what, what the whole collective thing was, but yeah, they won. I think this is like two two years in a row, or maybe three. Uh, no yeah, kidding. I think it's three. I three think that's three the years third in a row. One that they won. I don't know if it's well. So I think it is three years in a row if you count skipping last year. Right. So Correct. I think they won the two previous to COVID, and then they won it won it again this year. So yeah, I actually went over and talked with them and, and hung out with them for a little bit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, he, he's he's definitely a cool guy, and uh, he's got his own po- podcast as well. And that's uh, it's oh, I did not know that. That's the cool. So Smoking Gooder Show. So shout out to them. Go check out that oh, podcast. Yeah. Second best barbecue yeah. podcast in Texas. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They actually are great. I love that show. They are. They are. We're fans, right? So uh, cooking out there. I mean, it's uh, obviously it's pretty hectic or whatever. But how does the how does the whole turn ins work? Uh, uh, day wise, as far as you're, you're, I mean, I know you're there all week, but as far right. as when they start turning in the different categories and and run us down the different categories because we're we're used to doing like brisket, ribs, and chicken. That's it, right? Maybe some beans occasionally. Maybe beans, right? So it's a KCBS competition, and and then they have a bunch of ancillaries. So they have the normal uh, chicken, ribs, pork. Uh, which is typically pork shoulder, right? And then brisket. So you have those four that are the typical KCBS. Are, are the ribs? They ha- are, are the ribs spare ribs or are they baby backs? They're spare ribs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not gonna say that people don't turn in baby backs. You're not. I don't think it's necessary a choice. Uh, but I think they were maybe since Prairie Fresh. I think Prairie Fresh was no. You you brought your own ribs, so everything you bring your own. So <clears throat> I think you can turn in baby backs. I've seen people turn in baby backs with KCBS. It's just typically not everybody. Pretty much does spare ribs, St. Louis style cuts. So you know, it, is this something it. that's like frowned upon or like you'll, you'll get disqualified or you can turn it if you want. Anybody will get disqualified. It's just, it's, I think it's like an understood it's, it's no different than like in the SCA where it's understood that you're supposed to, you know, make your stake circle and, and tie it up with a string. Even though if you go to the SCA state competition, it says nothing in there about doing it. It's one of those things where, this is how everybody does it, so this is what you need to do. Yeah, but not in the rule books, so to speak. Right. Well, it's like the new the CBA now. You can turn in whatever ribs you want, right? It's just it's probably well, something like more even the chicken, the right? Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of people turning in legs uh, instead of thighs. Yeah, I know that's getting more popular. Yeah, so that's something I noticed more at this KCBF. I mean, at the Royal was there was a lot of teams that turned in legs versus thighs. Yeah, now I, legs. I, are, I don't know. Legs are a lot more easier to to manage. Like right. I mean, just right. we we've done. Uh, I, I've I've cooked the KCBS like chicken thighs, and it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's very labor <laughs> yeah, intensive. For sure. Uh, for sure. Chicken legs. I mean, really. I mean, you're pulling back that chicken skin as far as. Again, I, I'm not like super successful cooking chicken legs at a KCBS 
contest, but for right. I know you just pull that skin back and then you're basically injecting. You can season a little bit and you're pulling it back. Right. Uh, I'm sure you're probably, I don't know if you can brine them or not, but it's you're not pulling the skin off. You're not trying to scrape fat off the back of the skin. Right, right. And, and putting it back on and shaping it like a little right. square. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's like doing lollipop yeah. chicken legs. You what? do it one time. Yeah, that's great. I'm never doing that shit again. Well, I think yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like the square, but not like the... Like you've seen... What was the... Who did the cupcake chicken? The little... They use the, the, the... Cupcake pans yeah. or whatever it was. It was uh, Meyer Mixon. Meyer Mixon, yeah. Meyer Mixon whatever yeah. else. I don't think... Like, that's not really a... I don't think that's really a thing. I think it is. I think some of them... Did. Yeah, it is did a thing. did that on the that show, like and the then people argue. started... Oh, he did it. We have to do oh, okay. that. Our guy, our guy that uh, did the chicken on our team, that's yeah. what he did. He did the little square cupcake yeah. uh, pans. Little baby it's loaf like, pan or whatever. Yeah, baby loaf pan. So, yeah, he, he was using those. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. And so they had the vet, they had a vegetable category. And there's the vegetable. You could, you could just do anything with it. They had a potato, a separate one that was just potato. They had one that was turkey. Uh, and so the turkey, it was it didn't have to be like a whole turkey or something like that. You could make, like we made a muffalata sandwich, a turkey muffalata sandwich. Because <clears throat> I think we had finished second or third in Memphis with that turkey muffalata sandwich. So we tried it, we decided to move it to try it out. Tried out America at the American Royal, and yeah, it didn't. It didn't do so good. <laughs> but I'm trying to remember. There was so many different categories. So one day, all day Saturday, we we did the ancillary stuff uh, for the the open invitational, and then on Sunday was the turn ins for your normal KCBS stuff. So, how many days uh, were you like? Is, is a- I flew out there on a Wednesday. The actual competition, uh, everybody was pulling in on Wednesday, and then there's separate stuff going on on Thursday and Friday. So the the, the competition is actually Saturday and Sunday, and it's open to the public on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday, so we were in a separate section. We have an area. It's kind of like a VIP section. I think it's designated for teams that are like world championship teams and people that do whole hogs. So they had an event on Friday called the Pigapalooza uh, is what they called it. And we did whole hogs. So we started the preps right for the whole hogs on Thursday. So we put them on Thursday night for – uh, presentation on Friday for judging on Friday. And those were all like live judging with the pigs. They came out and you put on a presentation. I'm sure you probably saw the flying pig. I did see the flying pig. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Stretch, uh, who's with uh, Grinders Pizza in Kansas City, uh, he came. It was funny because we he hit up us up on Thursday and we heard heard rumor that he was going to do a flying pig. We're like, what? And then next thing you know, he comes over and they're starting to bring in a zip line. This was on Thursday. And then he comes up and he's like, we had just got done prepping our hog. And he saw us prepping the hog and he came up to me and buddy. And he was like, Hey man, uh, will y'all prep, prep our hog for us? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so we were going to cook it anyway. So they were going to cook it on our cooker. Well, actually originally we were going to try to put their whole hog on the old hickory. Uh, but we, we got it mounted on the robo hog and then we went to try to put it in the old hickory and it wouldn't fit. So we were like, Oh, well, we're going to have to cook, cook it on the Willie's Jeep. Cause that's what the sheds barbecue. They have the 1952, uh, Willie's Jeep that's converted to a whole hog smoker. Yeah. I think it's cool. And, uh, yeah, it's badass. Uh, but so so we ended up cooking both hogs on on that for that event, and it sucks because we we were like we thought it was going to be like a top. I think they they changed it this year. They just only announced the winner uh, of it, so they didn't do like a second place or a third place. Uh, everybody got second that place, sucks. right? Yeah, it does, especially when you put all that work in there. 
and then we had two hogs in it technically right you know so it would have been you know nice to known that like both of them got second third or something like that well, you probably you know but yeah i think we just looking at some of the other stuff but boar's night out they definitely killed it and they're they're back-to-back pigapalooza champions so they won the last two years i think and they have a traveling trophy with that one so uh the rule with that trophy so the first year they did it was 2000 i think 13 or 14 and the shed actually won it uh and what they do is whoever wins it they took the trophy home and they have to add to the trophy and so then every year when somebody wins they take it back and they add something to that trophy and it's got like a a, a blowtorch through it now all kinds of crazy shit on the <clears throat> the trophy now so it's it's an ever evolving trophy that stays with the team for out the year and then the next year they bring it back with a new addition to the trophy very cool that is i'm not really hearing a whole lot of like drinking time or any type of uh maybe kicking back and having a few I, I is there a lot of so, is there any relaxing time so probably every little breath that i took in that explanation i was taking a sip of beer the whole time frame mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, probably about eight, nine o'clock. I mean, we were starting with either Bloody Marys or, you know, I'm used to, you know, drinking a little more uh, hardcore beers or, or bourbon. They were drinking Bud Lights and Michelob Ultra. So I'd probably go through about 18 Bud Lights during the day and, you know, from eight o'clock to about 11 o'clock at night every every day out there. Yeah, like just, not to, just not to let everybody... Yeah, just staying hydrated. Just staying hydrated. Uh, yeah, it looked like he was having. I saw some video of him doing some kind of line dance. He was having a good time out there. Ah, I think he might got me confused with somebody. Uh, no, <laughs> you were doing some kind of dance out there. I think I saw no, one. You were dancing, and, and John, you're yep. you're clearly wrong. No, yeah. no. somebody else. So. Okay, I'll, I'll I will do a a, a duet with that video. Right, and no we'll electric get her out slides there. or <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know how to do any of those dances or anything but, uh, like that. No, no. Yeah, yeah I think it was the Cupid Shuffle, and Dano was my cameraman. <laughs> oh, nice, nice! I saw a video of him too doing some arm wrestling and uh, getting beat yeah. by somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> That's very cool. It sounds like a good time that we need to be a part of, like next year. So I know. Hell uh, yeah! Hell hey, we yeah. could set up and do a little, just a little, do a little live podcasting, just hanging yeah, out. Fuck just, that. That's what they're Hell cook. yeah! Yeah, I love to cook, but all that invitation too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So look, man, I know that you've you. It's been like. I don't know how many different lines of stuff you've got out there. Um, they're all phenomenal. Uh, we all have our favorites uh, that we're using, but is, is there is uh, you've gotten more and more success. I've heard, I've heard your name, even during our podcast that, that, that we're our doing lives? our lives. I'm sorry, our lives that we're doing. Uh, if, if your name is brought up, like one, one day, I think we're actually, we were in the process of using uh, your, 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 one of your sauces. And somebody was like, Oh, Mike, Blazing Star. Like, they were like, holy shit, you know? And it wasn't what I had recognized before or anything else, you know? So right. uh, how has this, this been going for you? Like, is COVID's happened and, and, and you're, we're, we're past that. We're moving forward. Uh, do, do, you, do you see yourself just launching through the stratosphere there? Well, can I, can I ask? Can we get, no, like, maybe? Oh, I'm, I'm going to ask had. a question, Jan. Can we get, like, an origin story? How did this thing start? How did Blazing yeah, Star sure. start? Yeah, so See, it's kind of wild. I forget. I, what, I, yeah. I've been cooking and doing barbecue. I'm just a backyard dude. You know, I've been, I was in the military for 21 years. I was always that guy every time they had, like, a shop barbecue, uh, get-together, party, whatever. I was always the guy on the grill. So... I've kind of been barbecuing, you know, most of my life, but never, you know, really competitions side of the house or a restaurant or anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> been kind of into developing my own sauces and seasonings probably for about 20 years, but really it was just for me. It was all about trying to perfect my barbecue. Uh, was never really using rubs or sauces that were out on the market, just really always was into developing my own stuff fast forward to last year about february time frame i had some friends in vegas 
that I helped open up several Filipino restaurants. Uh, my wife's from the Philippines, so that's the relationship there. And uh, I helped them with a couple restaurants and uh, did a bunch of like security cameras, social media, websites, uh, different stuff like that. Anyways, they reached out to me and said, hey, this was right before COVID was really truly like we knew what was going on or or didn't know what was going on. Either way, you want to look at it. Uh, they reached out and said, hey, we got another restaurant in Vegas we want to open up. And I was like, cool, I'll come down and help you out. So I'll go there and I show up and it, it's a barbecue joint. And I'm like, is this like Filipino barbecue? They're like, no, it's more like American barbecue. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So <clears throat> they asked for some help. They got a new Tennessee pride smoker. I was helping them with that and giving them some pointers on different, you know, things. And then they said, you make your own sauce, you know, cause they had seen me post stuff on my Facebook or whatever. And I was like, yeah, they're like, well, we'd like to try it. And I was like, okay, sure. So I brought them in some the next time I came in and then they were like, this is pretty good. I was like, cool. Thanks. And they were like, well, we'd like to use it at our restaurant. I'm like, uh, how do you want to do that? And they're like, we just want you to make it. And then we'll buy it from you. I was like, okay, cool. Sounds like a winner. So we kind of started with that. Anyways, as they started getting reviews, COVID shut down. Then it kind of died. Then all of a sudden they got a local news came out there. And I went from making like five gallons of sauce for them to like 20 gallons of sauce a week. So then I was like, huh, man, I might need to start a business with this, you know. So I started a business license. I already had a name. I thought about like several years back, uh, I'd, I'd thought of the name. And so I had a logo designed by my graphic designer. And then I opened up a social media page and uh, didn't even open up a website yet. I just had a social media, Instagram and Facebook, uh, posted some pics with my sauce in a mason jar. And somebody reached out to me and says, how do I buy this? And I was like, that's a good question. <laughs> and next thing you know, I started a website and started moving and people started like giving me good reviews on my sauce. And, uh, I was like, well, shit, if they like my sauces, maybe they'll like my seasonings. And then I put my seasonings out there and seasonings were actually doing better than the sauces. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And, you know, then I jumped on TikTok in november thanksgiving time frame of last year because i had saw the marketing potential of it and once i did that it, it, it boosted up even bigger and it's it's crazy like i don't even you know seeing all these people like using my products is something i never even imagined you know because i'm not your typical guy i'm not a guy that come out of the competition world i'm not a guy that came out of a restaurant business that became successful and then i created a you know sauce line or whatever so it's wild uh so that's my story i hope i made it quick enough no definitely i mean i i think i think uh you're spot on but um one of the things i, I want to say is like you know i i feel like you you are like you're the typical guy that has a phenomenal product like you have a really great pal palette you have a great uh, I, I guess you, you're you're really good at engineering and putting these seasonings and rubs and and uh, and sauces together. But to, to me, honestly, I, I met you and you, you you're like me. Like we are the typical guys. You're just a guy that that went out and did it. You know, you're like you right. You, you have it. You had a an idea. You're like hey, you know what? This is really good. Um, let's test the waters and, and how how that went. But. Man, I, I know why you're having success because your product is phenomenal. Yeah. It's really, really, the really sauces good. Sauces are freaking amazing. They are. Thanks they're, a lot. I really yeah. appreciate The Reaper that. Rub is I really, good. I mean, yeah. there's, dude, I mean, you're having success because it's really good. Um, but I yeah, really appreciate that. That and, means a lot. Ser seriously, man. I, I know that's no lie. And then, you know, when, when I when I met you, I, I honestly, I didn't, I really didn't know what I was expecting. I was like, okay, is this guy gonna show up like in some like, like you know, entourage of 
like you know what I mean? You don't, you don't know. Like you don't know who you're meeting right. and and whatever. Right. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I was super excited to meet you. Uh, I was, dude. You you showing up some little rinky dink little cook off that we're. I was doing. so bummed I couldn't make it out there. You should be, John. I was. You I missed told you out. I was. You missed out. I did miss out. You're never gonna get this back. Never, like never. That's right. Your son, what was, what was it? Your son was graduating <laughs> hey, or something. Right. I fly for free, yeah. so I'm gonna go fly out to wherever uh, Mike is, Vegas, and, and hey, out come on out. I, yeah. I got a casita, so you can. You got a place to stay. We'll we'll light the smoker, light the Alamo grill. We'll do it up. It's there on. It is. There it is. Okay. Well, John wins again. John's got free airfare. Shit. <laughs> um, but no, man. I'm I'm serious. It was very really cool to hang out with you, and I I may have got ahead of myself a little bit during just asking you, talking to you, because I because I'm not gonna lie to you. I felt like I interviewed you uh, and and did the whole thing just while well, I was trying to pick your brain. You know, I I I think like an an entrepreneur and and uh, I, I mean I I may not be able to execute like one, but I definitely think like one. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, man. It was it was super cool to meet you, and then honestly. Dude, like your your stuff is fire. Uh, is there? Like, I know you get the Reaper. I know you've got the uh, all purpose, the all purpose scorpion rub. rub now. Yep. yep. Yeah, scorpion, pork and rub, the pork and, and rub, and the beef rub. Yeah. So the pork and rub, believe it or not, was the first rub I actually ever truly like developed, and uh, I actually called it my house rub. It was always called my house rub. And matter of fact, when I first released it. I, I only released two rubs. I, I released the house rub and the beef rub. And <clears throat> the house rub, I truly developed it for ribs, like, initially. Like, that was – I'm a rib guy. I love ribs. And I, I, I think I've spent a good portion of my life cooking ribs uh, and always trying to develop a, a flavor profile – for ribs that I just truly enjoy. And that pork and rub was it. That was it. And, and I really, truly from that, I have a blend, right. That's in that pork and rub and that blend that's in that pork and rub. I carry it throughout my, all of my products. Uh, now, uh, you know, uh, in my seasonings, should I say? Yep. So I have this, what I call the blazing star blend. And, each rub, obviously, I do something different with it, you know, with that blend. But it's meant to, so you, if you take my beef rub and mix it with my pork and rub, it's going to go well with it. If you take my, you know, so it, it's all about what you're trying to do with whatever you're cooking. Do you want to try to make it spicier than, you know, go to the Reaper, you know, or now the Scorpion. So when I came out with the Reaper rub, uh, I was hesitant, actually, with the Reaper rub, much like the spicy sauce. When I came up with the spicy sauce, a lot of people don't know until they get it, but it has Carolina Reaper in it. I didn't call it Reaper sauce because I didn't want to scare people away. Right. Uh, and so when I finally came out with the Reaper rub, nobody really was buying it at all, you know, and it was because they were scared of it. They were intimidated by it, the name. And then they actually started trying it and they were like oh wow this is this is not crazy insanely hot it's balanced you know sweet heat and so of course i came out with the scorpion mainly because of there was still people looking for more heat right and i didn't want to just make it hotter i wanted to you know because it would have been easier for me to just upscale and just add spice to it and just make it hotter, right? But I decided to add some more intense flavors uh, into into the scorpion rub. And I think when you get a chance to try the scorpion, I'll have to send you all some down there. Uh, when you get a chance to try the scorpion, you'll see that it's, it's kind of like the Reaper rub on steroids. Yeah, we need to try that one. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I am definitely a chili head. I, I'm a hothead. Uh, I, I like. Uh, I've been known to, uh, even during a competition, to uh, <laughs> Satan's anus chicken. Satan's anus uh, chicken that I I put forth one time. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't realize I used a scorpion. Uh, what is it? Tabasco. Right. I used okay. a, I used a, a scorpion Tabasco mixed with 
um, some some barbecue sauce. This is years ago. Some barbecue sauce and uh, I think some honey or something. And yeah, but, honey, yeah. maybe some Craig's. Um, I mean, maybe Craig's. Yeah, yeah Craig's some, as well. But l- let me tell you, uh, this this was probably some of the hottest chicken. If you like hot chicken, this is some <laughs> of the yeah, hottest chicken you can put in your yeah. mouth. Um, Hell yeah! And. And people were eating. And yeah, like, not in a good way. I just turned it in. I was like, <laughs> we turned it in, and I was like, I just ruined the entire competition for chicken. Right. Anybody right. that tasted any right. other chicken after that one, they were like, there's, oh. they couldn't, yeah, they can't even. There's judge ten people. Else. There's ten people that on the table got to eat this shit. And then, hit that's the funny. Pit, it yeah. was like pepper spray. Oh yeah. Yeah. While you're oh, yeah. around it. So that's funny. Yeah. I mean, you do what you got to do sometimes, <laughs> you know. But oh yeah. I, I was trying to create something that I thought I I I I know I've done before. Uh, right. Obviously, never with a scorpion hot right. sauce though. Yeah. Right. So it was always with like a milder, right. a milder that, sauce. That, there that, might have been some cold beers involved. To be honest, there were probably beers. well, there was a lot of cold beers the night before, and there was a beers. lot of trying to get back up going the next day. Maybe a couple more cold beers the next day, and that right. led into. Just probably poor decision making, right? I mean, I don't just, think so. Uh, no, no, that never really so. happens. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Does it? Does that really ever happen? I, With Mike, Jen? yeah, Mike, I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> it was not a poor decision making. I will tell you, 100. percent This is first of all, you can't get it perfect 100. percent It was either poor decision or poor execution. I, I definitely, I think poor John, execution. it was execution <laughs> okay. because yeah. I think Jan had tried this recipe with this 100%. particular sauce, but. Mixing it, I think it was just one drop or two, and that was it. But I think Jan went in just kind of just shaking, just like the day of. Yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> yeah, a heavy wrist that day. The heavy wrist, just shaking it. Oh, okay, stir it up. Yep, that's probably good. It was probably a good like five or six dashes of this scorpion <laughs> sauce in like a small like eight ounce bowl of uh, yeah, it was a tiny sauce, bowl, yeah. and yeah, you do what you got to do, <laughs> right? But, but you didn't listen, have to do that. Well, you do what you got to do, John. <laughs> Uh, but I, I but go, hindsight, right? Going back, you know what? I learned from this. I this is a, a teaching moment, not just for me. It's for right. anybody else out there that wants to have devil's anus chicken. It was so, Satan's anus. Satan's anus. I'm sorry. That's what I uh, nicknamed it. Yeah, yeah. But hey, listen. Uh, had 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 I had a bottle of your stuff, Mike, I nah, just, I just would have. I just I just would have used it and been done with it because it was the. It was the flavor profile that I was going for, right? In my head, I had a way this thing should balance and taste. However, right. I just couldn't execute. So, um, yeah, all along, just yeah. right there. I was trying to do well, we got start. you next time. Though. There we it is. We got you next there time. It, is. it all goes back to trying new things while yeah. you're at competition, right? Like this, you're this, competition. Yeah, for sure. Let's try something new. This is probably what, when was this, like <laughs> 2018? Idea. This is probably like 2018 right. or 2017, right? So yeah, we always tell us, ourselves that we're that hey we have a plan going in. This is what we're gonna do. But when you get at the competition, I don't know what happens. It's just a, a flip yeah. a switch, just like flips, and you're just like, maybe we should try this. Yeah, right, right. And then you try it, and it's not successful, and you're like, right. Why did I do that? What's that's wrong what, with me? That's what Mike Tyson said. Why did said, I deviate? Right? <laughs> what did Mike Tyson say? He's like, everybody's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. Exactly. Right. And it goes out the window at that point. Right. Everybody's got a plan until they break out the devil's anus. That's right. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. There's the name for your next sauce, Mike. Exactly. No, don't do <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, let me ask this. Uh, we'll we'll sidetrack off a of barbecue real quick. Um, first concert or first car any notable story you want to share mike huh first concert was uh uh it was a country concert i was a kid i'm trying to remember reba mcintyre nice. girlfriend oh, nice uh, that's my girlfriend that. talking about brooks and dunn yeah, yeah. not not my uh, girlfriend that's jan's <laughs> girlfriend too nothing, nothing nothing crazy it was a good good concert what? car my first car was a 81 cutlass supreme oh nice a g-body nice. yeah yep so that was my first car what, what about and, first uh, paying concert what do you mean like first? that you're going to yourself like a um as an adult oh, okay. as an adult yes who that was down in new orleans i went to a, a plant page concert Oh, right. Down in okay. New Orleans, okay. I was in uh, 
I was I just got in the military. I was probably 18, 19 years old down in I was stationed down in Biloxi, Mississippi. And uh I heard that Plant and Page was going to be at the Superdome and uh it was happened to be my first weekend where I had like liberty. So, yeah, me and a couple fellows went to uh Plant and Page concert and then got plastered on uh bourbon street afterwards nice badass that happens on bourbon street yeah it does yeah yes a lot it's funny you know I, yes it I, does i i flew into uh first okay, there's two things i'll never do in, in in this life okay uh well i can't say the first one but i'll say this, <laughs> i will never um i will never fly to new orleans and party for four or five days and drive back, that'll never happen yeah, again. No. Oh, yeah, no. That'll never happen again. Idea. Again. Again. Okay. Again. I, I, we actually flew into New Orleans, and it was like, uh, to me, it was like a normal weekend, right? It's a normal weekend in May. Really what it was, uh, it was a wireless convention where 30,000 other people had flew into New Orleans. At wow. The, the same weekend for this, 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 this thing. And here I am, I'm like, is it always like this? This is crazy. Bourbon Street's nuts, right? Because it was... Right. Is it Mardi Gras? It was... <laughs> like Bill, we, I actually saw Bill Clinton on on Bourbon Street. That's no, crazy. No, you did not. I, I swear to God. I, it, was it, Monica there? No. No, no Monica. <laughs> Listen. Damn. When, when the, the, That'd the, have been a story right there. I know, I know. Well, the, the Mountie cops started driving down, started riding their horses down Bourbon Blocked everything off. All of a sudden, cars started showing up. And you know, if you're on Bourbon, there's no cars. Uh, there's cars no, for Bill Clinton. We're actually eating, and he, I look over. And I'm like, everybody's like taking pictures. I stand up. We're all kind of standing up in our, in our restaurant looking, and there it is. Bill Clinton's at. He's waving at everybody, just like thumbs up and whatever else. I'm like, Jesus, this whole thing for Bill Clinton. I mean, I get it. Like I, right? Was yeah. he was he president at the time? No. Okay. No, he was not. He's like. Don't tell Hillary I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hillary knows where he's Don't at. Don't let her know I'm at Cat. She got GPS out. on his ass. Yeah, right? Uh, but yeah, it was it was nuts. So, but I'll tell you a go-to. This is my go-to for every city that I go to with, with my wife. Uh, I, I go into the city, and the first night, she's like, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to sleep. We traveled. We've done all this, right? Not me. I go see the lay of the land. So I right. went and mapped the entire area the French Quarter, Bourbon Street, I walked the whole thing. Now, I did see every bar that I could see probably as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know how I got back to the hotel, but the next morning, I remember it was like, it was like a, a hazy fog. I was like, oh, no, I think Quarter's over here. And oh, <laughs> I was like, how do you know the Quarter's that how way? How do you like, know? <laughs> hey, I was out last night. I know everything. <laughs> I saw so... <laughs> At what yeah. point in time does it become... I like the movie Beer Fest, where I have you got so drunk, drink. now you have to drink so much to remember the night before oh, yeah. what happened. Right. Yeah. It, was, it was that bad. I, I remember I, I ended up at the old Absinthe House uh, there on the on Bourbon Street, and uh-huh. uh, the guy was like, hey, uh, the bartender's like, hey, you want, you, you want to do an Absinthe shot? And I was like, yeah, I'm here. Why not? Let's do this. Mind you, I don't know how much the damn thing cost, right? Right. So he goes... It's twenty. It's like twenty six bucks. I was like, for one shot, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah. He, he's actually in the middle of making. It. I was like, that's ah, fine. I'll do it. It's whatever. Well, the guy next right. to me goes. He's like, I'll do one too. Right. I have no idea this dude is. So, <laughs> so they he, 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 they light the sugar cube on fire. It all drips down in my drink. It does the whole thing uh-huh. right. And then I, I and he gives it to me, and I'm like, okay, just shoot it right. He goes, yeah, yeah, just drink it. And I was like, okay. So I I tip it back. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Cause I'm, I'm kind of holding it in your mouth. You don't really know what to expect, right? Right. So I kind of hold it for a second. And then I, I immediately just, I was like, I cannot hold this in my mouth. I got to swallow this thing. So it's like water in your mouth. Uh, and then it's like um, 151 fire down, down your throat. And then at the very end, it's like, <laughs> it's like licorice, right? And you're like, right. What, what just happened to me? Like, I'm all confused. It's just horrible drink. The guy next to me takes one sip of his. He goes, "I can't drink it. You want mine?" I go, "Dude, I just paid twenty-seven bucks for this one shot. Like, dude, drink your drink." And he's like, "I can't." I'm like, 
uh, either I'm getting roofied or <laughs> I'm drinking it or I'm going to drink it. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll drink it. So I just I shot the drink and then I was like, well, I got to get the hell out of here. So I, I think I fumbled my way back to the hotel, found it and, and got in. I was like, if I'm getting roofied, I'm, at least I'll be in my, I'll be in my bed before I, right, something happens, exactly. you know. So, uh, but yeah, it's the most disgusting and yet weird. Honestly, I'd probably do it again. Drink I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. Did, has anybody just rolled into New Orleans and maybe just like um, hit up some bakery or some just get some uh, beignets and just see the sights and not do bourbon? Have a nice fun time and then just leave. Yeah, I'm not drinking. Mean uh, maybe they uh, maybe they drink like a, sure a, a half of a hurricane are. and then they just leave. Or mm-hmm. I feel like all stories end with just like it was horrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I definitely got my share of New Orleans stories. That's oh, for yeah. sure. I got hammered on the plane on the way there. I had free drink tickets from somebody who knows who gets free flights. Free. Nice. So yeah. I tried to offer some. They would only give me two drinks at a time. So I tried to offer them to the lady next to us. She's like, no, 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 no. But I'll use your drink tickets so you can get four at a time. So I drank like eight drinks on the plane. There it is. That's, it's a, it's that's a, an hour flight. It's that, an hour yeah. flight. So by noon, I was shirtless on Bourbon Street riding a mechanical Damn. bull. <laughs> right. Nice. Right. Nice. Yeah, I think those drinks uh, hit a little bit harder the the higher the al- – no, let me rephrase this. Oh, they- the higher you are altitude drinking, uh-huh. I think you think you're fine. But once you get back down to ground level, right. I, I think right. your sea legs are just like, what's they, happening? Yeah. Whoa. Well, they say every drink in the air is worth three on the ground. Really? I don't know if that's true, but that's what they tell us. I spend. I think we should we should test that. Too. Well, then I had a, <laughs> hey, you I had a case of beer in the air, and that's how John lost his job. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready to do that. Like you, you live close to Vegas, so we we got to find a place that takes just as long for you to fly. It does for us to fly, right? Or, or, or are we are we fly? Screw are you, it. Let's just fly to Vegas. Yeah, yeah but he can't. Yeah, we'll do can't. Hangover Part Five. Or for, whatever part two. Right. All right. right. Screw it. So I get I get the memories of watching Always Sunny in Philly where they do the Wade Boggs thing where they they fly from right. uh, wherever they're flying uh, drinking like fifty seven beers Philadelphia or, to somewhere yeah yeah and then, and then he's got a, he he actually hits a hits a ball that, that was the thing correct because he, yeah, he played that night he still had a hit yeah, yeah yeah right so and then I think uh, I think what's what's his name what's what's the uh, Charlie Charlie actually hits a ball and then the guy's like well I guess it's true. And then that was it. He's so, he's so smashed. Yeah. Yeah. Not to, uh, I did see the other day um, the Wade Boggs statue um, that they have there at the stadium had to be taped up and made off limits because apparently someone let their kid get up in there and got their head stuck up. I guess it's probably oh, in, be, in between where the uh, where he's holding a bat in his elbow. <laughs> the kid stuck his head up in here. God dang it, dude! I, I don't know what they had to do to get him out, but apparently it's a big deal. And the next thing you know, they taped Watch off everything. Kids. It's called yeah. natural selection. <laughs> right. That's what this is called. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I'm sorry, yeah, kid didn't make it, man. Little like, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, brisket drippings wow. would have got him is. out of there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. maybe it was one hundred percent. So, uh, Mike, we, we ask everybody. I mean, you're no exception. Um, Everybody has a barbecue fail. Everybody has a barbecue win. Um, is, is there anything that is probably coming to your mind that you would mind sharing to us and the uh, the people? Wow, huh? Yeah. So a barbecue fail. I was uh, doing some Korean short ribs for a uh, birthday party, and uh, I was cooking on somebody else's propane grill and uh they say they didn't clean it too well and uh it had like a a grease you know the grease pan or whatever i guess it was must have been pretty full i went through some uh uh it was it's a pretty decent sized grill it was like a five burner grill and i had probably 30 korean short ribs on there put it on went inside to clean up and walked outside 
and it was just a an absolute like flame ball coming out of the billows <laughs> out of the grill. Tower I was like, holy crap! I I went to open it up and you know try to put it up. Try to I tried to pull the meat out of the way real quick, and it was it, forget about it. It was done, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely not. And, and so then on, I never use anybody else's grill uh, from that that point on. Right. But, I'm not going to do it. Right. Not gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. And they'll tell it's you, like, like, hey, I just used it. It's, it's perfectly fine. It's no big deal. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> right. Deal. You yeah. ain't use it the way I'm <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love that the that's barbecue pretty much fails are, they're always either at an event or they end in a ball of fire. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yours is both. Yeah. That's great. You hit, yeah. Uh, both. And it sucked because yeah. you know a birthday party. You know, <laughs> no, and, and they had all. They were like, "Hey, we want you to do your Korean short ribs." I'm like, yeah, no problem. I got it. You know, and uh, right. I had, I still had some more to cook, but neither say not everybody got to have Korean short ribs after that. Who wants pizza? Right. 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 <laughs> no, I love that. I love, I love walking by when somebody's grilling in the backyard. I love when I I, I I spot it really fast. If I see the pit and I see that white billowy smoke just pumping out of this pit, I'm like, and that's on fire. Like, right. 100% of the time, <laughs> yep. as soon as you open it up, the yep. flame just shoots up and you're like, dude, you're burning your right. meat. There's right nothing now. you can do at that point. Nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the movie Backdraft. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. Is. I love it. I just, just kind of like, oh, hey, uh, what you cooking? Get like, your phone out and watch they, this. They look over like, oh, that looks weird. I'm like, yeah, it looks weird. That's on fire. <laughs> uh, love that. Thanks for sharing that one. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's it's always good to laugh about some of the failures. I mean, I have a couple of other ones, but that was probably one of the biggest ones. That, that was important, you know? No, yeah. definitely. Right. definitely right. Well, it, it goes along the, the I guess, the... I mean, we probably should make, like, start, like, little guidelines or maybe some uh, rules, the, the barbecue fail how to not do type deal because it, a lot of it really uh like you said you're using somebody else's pit right yeah or you forget about oh yeah it's, right something I, I always forget uh, distractions are very huge um i'm trying to think of some yeah. of the other stuff it's uh too much hot sauce. yeah the old the old uh yeah. hopper and the pellet smoker you know, yeah. where you forget to you forget the pellets, uh, mm-hmm. right? They don't, they don't slide down properly. Yeah, that same thing in the one. same thing in the Easy Bake Oven, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I've had a couple <laughs> issues with the Easy Bake Oven, <laughs> the rib not wanting to fit. <laughs> that, that, that. I thought those uh, videos were gonna blow up, but they didn't do nothing on TikTok. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Funny. We'll, we'll open that can of worms right now. I, I don't know what's going on with TikTok. Like it's. It, it, for us, I Dude. think it, it, we're seeing kind of just a a stifleness, a, a very very just I, like I'm not really sure what's happening because before maybe six months ago, everything we we're putting out there is like five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand views. I mean, but now it's like you put a video and I I know this is freaking hilarious. Yep. I know people, but nobody's seeing it. I'm like I think it, we, we just it, put out a video offering free money like just <laughs> drop a comment right let us know we're gonna send you money and last i just look nothing doing nothing i'm like okay that, that- i'll say this this is one thing i've noticed and this is what i was told by several people they said they changed the algorithm so that they're pushing it to your followers now and not your not to the FYP. So it's more important that your followers react. That's what they're saying, right? But this is what I'm noticing. What I'm noticing is it seems like certain people's contents is going through the roof. And then people like y'all's account and my account are not getting anything. Uh, And I really got like, actually at the Royal, I really kind of got perturbed because a they were allowing other people to post videos with like pigs uh and they would go right i would post one and it would either get sent to uh 
uh, it would get blocked yeah. by TikTok. Flagged inappropriate. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or it would get a, a content. Uh, what is it? The sensitive. Uh, what is it? I got two videos right now that are up. And like sensitive material. Video, yeah. Sensitive the content or whatever. And then now I'm getting videos where this past week, every time I post a video, they're holding my video for like an hour. Uh, so it says zero views for like an hour. Mm. And then all of a sudden they let it go. So I don't know what's going on. It's kind of getting frustrated, especially because obviously, you know, people like us that are trying to build the account, you know, you know, to, you know, promote what we're doing and what have you. Uh, it's kind of stifling us. I know. So, yeah, yeah, we it's we a got frustrating. We got to ninety thousand. I'm not going to say quick, but yeah, pretty quick. It was pretty quick. Yep. Trying to reach one hundred, it's moving at a snail's pace. I, I've bought a bunch of lower cut shirts, so I'm hoping that helps. Hey, <laughs> there hey, you go, John. You got somebody's got to show some cleavage or something because I, yeah. I don't know what else is going to do this thing. Because, yeah. Right. But, hey, we're not here to bitch and moan about uh, social media. Right. That's like uh, bitching about it's, your fantasy football team. It's part of the game. Team. It's right. part of the game, right? It, it is. Hey, hey, we play the game, so we'll have to live with it. Uh, hey, Mike, hey, b- before we let you go, please please let it, all the people know where they can get a hold of you and where they can get a hold of your products. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and uh, But also, give us a run-through of, of – like if you don't mind, just the, the I know you have your original, you have your spicy uh, what sauces, products, whatever yeah. else. Yeah, but just throw it out there as well. Oh yeah, so I have my original and spicy barbecue sauce. Those are the two things that really started the company. And then I have uh, beef rub. I have the all-in-one seasoning. Uh, we have the pork and rub. We have the Reaper rub, and then with the newly released Scorpion rub. And also hoping, because one of my taglines is is that I'm bringing unique, if all of my bottles, it says I'm bringing unique flavors from my world travels to your backyard. Uh, so I think I've done a good job of bringing unique flavors. Now I'm about to start showing the world travel portion. Uh, this Friday, hopefully, as long as freight uh, delivery works properly, I will have my Asian bang sauce will be releasing this Friday. Uh, that sauce I'm truly excited about because I don't think there's anything like it on the market. And I think it, it's something that hopefully will help launch the brand even further. Oh, we got to get our hands I, on some of that. Yeah, I will, yeah. I will order some of that. As soon as it launches, let, like, like if it's this Friday, let me know Text or whatever. Me. I will, I will, I will definitely order some. Oh, I appreciate so, it fellas. Word. Right, so, so, and as far as social media, I can be found at at Blazing Star BBQ pretty much on every social media platform. Doesn't mean I use all the social media platforms, but I do have them. Uh, pr- predominantly on Instagram, TikTok, sometimes Facebook. Trying to get more into YouTube as we speak. Uh, my website is BlazingStarBBQ.com. Yeah, give us a. Uh, follow check us out and uh maybe we can hopefully turn people into some unique flavors there it is i love that that's fantastic yeah Yeah. hey mark mike appreciate you joining grabbing the brisket crew uh we're definitely in your corner we're rooting for you uh people go out there and uh, check out all the blazing star products super badass i really appreciate it guys i mean i can't thank y'all enough for you know, giving me this opportunity and, you know, allowing me to, you know, put my stuff out there. It means a lot. I appreciate y'all's support since day one of meeting y'all on TikTok. So hey, I appreciate it, guys. 100%, man. And, like, listen, I hopefully, and uh, if you get too big, just let us know, like, hey, I'm too big now. I can't have <laughs> my assistant come <laughs> on or something. That, that won't happen. All I'll right. be down to Texas. All right. I'll, I'll be down y'all's way probably, hopefully, sometime between now and, the end of this year if not definitely by spring of next year i'll be down that way well hit us up man yeah let us uh, know brother for sure we're gonna hang out all right i mean take thanks. care bud yep y'all take it easy yep all right there we got mike from blazing star Dude, barbecue it's such good products it right? is 
And I, I love the fact that how he started out and just, I mean, he, he, he's got, an, he's got a passion. He, he, he has traveled. He's traveled mm-hmm. his, his ass off. Military, he, right? Military guy. Military guy. Uh, and, and this is what he does, right? So, yeah. um, well, I'll say it right now. Like anybody out there. And I know a lot of his rubs, um, kind of like not center around, but, uh, a lot of his rubs have, they bring the heat. Mm-hmm. They bring the spice. It, bring a spice. Not, not, it's not a heat. I, I guess, Some of them do, yeah. No, no, I, I know, I know. I they know, bring I know the they spice. They, they bring a spice, but but Some I do like that. That what he was saying is like it's a well-rounded, balanced, well-rounded, yeah. unique flavor from my travels. Basically, you know, I, I don't know. I right. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is like yeah. it, it does bring the spice, and he does have certain rubs that actually bring the, bring the spice, bring the, right. bring, bring the heat. It. Yeah, and he has some sauces that actually bring the heat. I know he has the normal and the regulars or whatever, but I think that's what what people are starting to gravitate towards because there's not a whole lot of product or stuff on the market right now that that uh, is designed or developed for people that like a little bit of the right. spice to it. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's like, it's a, uh, um, you don't really see a whole lot in the grocery stores. Uh, basically you see the sweet, sweet heat, but it's not really right. heat. I mean, is it, we're always like yeah. on the competition trail, we're always doctoring. We're always adding more heat to it because when right. they say sweet heat, it's more like just brown sugar and black pepper. Right, right, right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, he's got some unique flavors. He's got some unique, um, products out there in the market and a lot of people start are starting to gravitate towards it and uh, obviously i mean he, he's starting to be uh pretty successful yeah, uh, I think so. on putting that stuff out there great news about the asian bang sauce uh, that's coming out I, oh. I saw a lot of that on social media of them doing the test and all that it good stuff good. so it looks good super stoked to maybe give a little shout out give a little try to it oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah like i said I'll, I'll definitely order some yeah. So we'll, we'll get it here and then, hey, wings, ribs, mm-hmm. chicken. Hey, if it's it. got bang in the name, we're on it. There yeah. it is. <laughs> Not shit bang, shit bang. Shit bang. <laughs> Who's that? William. William Hung. William Hung. Oh, man. That's a good time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Grabbingthebrisket.com. Guys, go check it out. Grabthebrisket.com. Grabthebrisket.com. Yeah, all, Do of, that one. all of those. Go ones. check it out. That'll, that'll direct you to our Instagram, YouTube. Facebook, all the different pages that were a part of social media wise, and uh, it, it'll tell you to our, it'll take you to our swag shop. Yep. Maybe if you want to purchase a T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, that'll like I think that'll save like two or three kids. Uh, <laughs> it does save two or three kids. Maybe <laughs> maybe a, a dog yeah. or a cat or something. No, uh, for sure, two or three kids by your donation today. <laughs> okay. Key the music. You ever, you ever see yeah. that? Uh, uh, really quick, do you ever see that Keenan Pill skit where uh, you got uh, Pill Jordan or Keen's rolling out of this? Looks like a mall, and then you got uh, the other guy. He comes oh, rolling yeah. up. He's got the clipboard. He's like, "Hey, buddy, hey, uh, you think you maybe you could spare a dollar to save a kid?" And he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm good, buddy." He's like in a parking garage. He's like trying to get to his car, uh, top roof deck, and he's like, "No, I, I'm actually good." And he's like, "Man, it's it's only a dollar. Like one dollar saves a child." In need and just, it keeps going. Is finally he was like, oh, okay. And he like opens up his wallet. And he's got like five dollar <laughs> bills, and he's like, okay, here's five dollars. Okay, that's five, five children. Okay, and he gets on the phone. He's like, pull him over. All of a sudden, you see his van come screaming in. Doors come flat open, and there's like freaking like five kids get out. Yeah, there's seven, a or bunch seven, of eight them in there. There's like seven, eight year olds all packed in his van. He's like, okay, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Get back in the van, shuts it, and he's like, "Thank you for your business, sir." And he's like, rolls off. And then he's like, "He's like, wait, wait, I have another dollar. I have another dollar." <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great. There's nothing like yeah. 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 Okay. That's Honestly, cool. hey, it, it's really been great talking barbecue with you guys. Hey, Peace. There it is. Later, guys. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dying it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Or right, we would like to give a special thanks to Fogo Premium Hardwood Lump Charcoal. Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Cooler, The Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Texas Brew Hopper. We appreciate their support. Y'all guys go check them out.